0: Tough blog. Hey guys, and welcome in to another edition of the Heel Tough Blog Podcast. It is Anthony back with you, and uh, we are going to be doing some interviews with some former players as we try to get through life uh, in the quarantine state that we are in right now. And we'll start by welcoming in a guy that uh, I have the pleasure of knowing even before he got to Carolina. He went to my high school, Union Academy High School, and then was actually uh, at the same college as me. We actually had a class together back at SPCC. It's Antonio James. Uh, the former walk-on running back who is with us. And, hey, buddy, uh, how have you been taking care of yourself during these times? I know this is just a a very weird uh, era that we're living here in in 2020 with all the COVID-19 stuff. But hope you and and your family are doing well through this uh, difficult time.
1: Yeah, man, it's definitely been kind of scarce as far as I went to Walmart the other day, and almost everything's off the shelf, So, I mean, it's kind of good that we – Kind of have a membership to Sam's Club, so kind of stopped up a while back on uh, necessities like toilet paper and all of that. Um, and then I, I kind of work from home three days out of the week already, so just been working from home every day. So it's kind of not too much of a transition for me, just but just trying to get through it. It's kind of weird for all the you know people in the restaurant business and all of that, so just praying for them.
0: Yeah, no, you're right about that. Just so many people affected by this, um, including the guys that are currently on campus right now for the Tar Heels uh, as they are getting ready for uh, 2020. We'll talk about that a little bit later. But first, wanted to ask you, uh, you know, you went to Union Academy and you were actually the first Union Academy Cardinal football player ever to reach the D1 level. I know that, of course, you, you, know, you went to Piedmont High School as well, and I know you identify that as, as one of your schools as well. But Union Academy is a place that you hold special into your heart, how much of an honor is it for you to be, you know, have the title of being that first guy to ever make it to a D1 program?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it's definitely awesome because, I mean, even when I was, you know, in high school – I was still recruited by Carolina, um, had Coach Drower come to campus about three times, and he honestly said to me that, you know, he, he would always come to Union County as go to Waddington and Monroe, but he's kind of never heard of Union Academy until he started recruiting me, so it was kind of like, putting you know, Union Academy on a map, just, you know, it's a, a school for excellence as far as, you know, character and education, but Kind of sports is kind of on the back burner. So, kind of, you know, having schools come and, and look at us as far as giving us a chance to so even, you know, try to go to their school was kind of an honor to me. And, you know, I, this past year I coached um, the fourth and fifth grade team. And it's just as far as, you know, giving back, kids kind of looking up to me and, like, you know, knowing, you know, they go to Union Academy, they're still a way to kind of get to that level if they want to, you know, work hard and do what they got to do.
0: Yeah, that's awesome, man. And of course, this past year, Pfeiffer Griffin, who is an offensive tackle going to uh, the University of Illinois. So uh, I think some of guys like you definitely set the bar here in Union County, uh, but especially for Union Academy, a school that now might show up on some radars here as we go forward. You know, when you first arrived to practice, because I remember uh, you you went for your final two years, uh, you were there at Carolina as a junior and a senior. You know, when you showed up for that first practice, what was it like? Because I imagine that for you, I mean, it was just a surreal experience being a guy that, you know, was wanting to go to Carolina all along, just from what I remember of me and you talking whenever we were at SPCC. So I'm assuming that was just a, a phenomenal experience for you. Yeah, it was
1: just kind of like a forward going from, you know, so I went to Pikeville my first two years, but mm-hmm. still followed Carolina heavily. You know, kept track of them and kind of see what they were doing, and kind of just seeing the players that I was watching on TV. Now I'm sharing a locker room with them, working out with them, you know, talking with them, having conversation. It was really surreal, um, but you know, I had to, you know, realize, you know, I'm there to, you know, try to do what I got to do as well. So it was kind of like. You know, star-studded, you know, since guys like Switzer, Mitch, and Matt Collins and all of that, but it was like, man, I, I came here to work, too, so it's kind of one of those, you know, I'm around all of this, you know, excellent as far as football people, so it's kind of like getting to talk to them and see how they got where they were and stuff like that.
0: Well, what, what was it like being a, being a walk-on in that group of running backs? Because just from, I remember the time seeing you guys on social media, they really seemed to take you in very well, and, and you guys really had a strong bond. Was that how it was in, in, when you were on the field as well? Yeah, I mean the running backs. It was definitely a close knit group, and actually, I'm, I'm still in uh, group chat with um,
1: the current players now. So, like, like Michael Carter, um, some of the running backs, Devontae Williams, all of them. That's kind of on the team now. So I'm still in group chat with them. Um, just, I don't really, you know, keep in touch as far as like responding in their group chats. So just kind of peeking and seeing what you know they're going through as far as their everyday lives. Um, just letting the kids do what they do. And since I'm kind of more of an old, old head now. um <laughs> But, no, it's, it's definitely was a cool experience, you know. Um, anytime we see each other, you know, we're always, you know, I, I go up there, um, on up there to, like, almost every home game. So, it's kind of cool seeing, like, Michael Carter and all of them, um, just talking with them. So, I mean, yeah, we're really cool and close. Like, they just took me in, like, other, another one of the guys.
0: Well, I know, uh, you know, one of the other guys that probably took you in, like, another one of his guys was Coach Fedora. And, you know, while his tenure really didn't finish the way that a lot of people hoped for, yeah. I feel like, you know, eventually you'll look, we'll all look back and, and say that it was a relatively successful era for Coach Fedora. What what was it like playing under him? Because, uh, you know, the, all the all coaches are, are different. With Mac, I know a lot of the guys have said you get that kind of fatherly vibe. What was the type of vibe that you got in the locker room from Coach Fedora? Yeah, I mean, Coach Fedora was definitely he was, he was more about
1: discipline, um, trying to kind of mold us. Um, to be men as far as in the everyday life um just kind of giving us the characteristics that we would need um in the work life um in a family man stuff like that like he definitely you know as far as caring about us and how we became men and you know having the honor and integrity and all that stuff so he definitely helped mold us to be you know great young men in, in society and kind of giving back um he definitely cared about that um, i remember doing like um Going to Target and find gifts yes, for children that kind of couldn't, you know, afford to. Um, We're very big on the McDonald Playhouse, so he cared about like us as humans. For Ben Ming and Ben Men, and giving back to our community and, and Ben you know, a positive
0: person to look up to in the community. Well, I that, that's great to hear. And, and you know, we definitely, uh, a lot of us who, who have been around, you know, the program for a while now, definitely respect Coach Fedora. One of the other guys that was a, a big part of those Tar Heel teams while you were on campus, and a guy that you know, I think right now with where he's at in the NFL, maybe some people are, are have kind of forgotten his legacy, but Mitch Trubisky was just a fantastic quarterback in his one year as the starter at Carolina. You had a chance to play on that Team with him. Uh, I know that you know with with Sam Howell coming in and the potential for him to you know be in the Heisman hunt and everything like that. It seems like people have kind of forgotten a little bit about how special Mitch was. But you know, just from being around him, how special was he? Not only as a football player, but but as a person. Yeah, man. Mitch was Mitch was an awesome guy. Um, you know, he was really contemplating
1: about going um, his junior year or his retro junior year. I mean, we we're all like you know, it wouldn't be smart for you not to go. You have a chance to be the number two pick in the draft. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I know you love us as God, but you got to do what you got to do. Um, he actually um, wrote us, like, um, a memoir as far as, like, everything um, that went through the season and how much he, like, loved us and, you know, stuff like that. I still have that, I have that on my room actually, right now. Um, yeah, Mitchell, he's an awesome guy. Like, he got drafted and had that big contract and Nike. Nike. He, um, he came back on campus, actually. um after that And you know He was working out Or doing something And I was in the locker room And I walked by him um, You know I was a walk on and You know he, he knew of me But it was like It wasn't like I'm one of the You know The big time guys So I was just gonna walk by him I was like You know I don't really wanna bother him After you know He just signed a big contract It was number two draft pick But he You know Walks over to me He's like What's up Antonio Like calling me by my name And all that So it was like Man he's just A down there guy Like Even though He just signed his big contract He doesn't have the big head like, you know, he cares about everyone, it's a family, like, so I thought that was an awesome experience kind of with that. I was like, man, I didn't think he'd, you know, come up to him, I'm like, he just signed a big contract, it's like, ah, oh, it's one of those guys, you know, it was pretty, pretty cool experience
0: yeah that's awesome man that is definitely awesome and um, you know now Carolina uh, sort of building off of some of the momentum that that we saw under Larry Fedora and Mitch Trubisky Um, right now I mean look this program is heading in a great direction of course on the recruiting trail but also on the field this team you know went to a bowl game in year one they got the victory over Temple you said that you have been following the team a lot even since you left campus what are you most excited to see from this Tar Heel team in 2020 Um, if they're able to get on the field of course with everything that going on but we, we do think they eventually will.
1: Yeah. So I mean I've always, you know, been, you know, optimistic about Carolina. I remember kinda a correspondence with you. Um, it was a year after I graduated, um, and they played
0: they were gonna play Cal that year. Mm-hmm. Um, at the beginning of the season I think gonna be at Cal. And you were kinda like, you know,
1: what what, what do you project us for our, you know, record? And I was like, man, honestly with the talent I just know the talent we had, like guys like Dad, dads was a sophomore at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Anthony Anthony Ralev-Williams, um, it was just a guy that I just knew, I'm like, man, I know the talent they have on that team, they might be young, but I see what they do every day in practice, like, these guys are like, I mean, I, I might be biased, but I'm like, they're some of the most athletic guys I've ever seen, you know, they're, they're hard-working players, so I've always kind of been optimistic, and I was like, man, I think they'll win eight games, of course, you know, I think they only went to go on to win like two or three, right. like that, but... I was like man I just know what they have what they could do like it's up for their potential so it's like you know dad's had that breakout season last year and I've always known like man this this, this kid is like the type that you can't talk him in a phone booth like he's electric like there's not gonna be one guy in the nation that can talk to him you know by themselves it's gonna take two to three guys it's gonna take You know, they're going to miss, like, two to three times. They got the ledger. Same guys like Michael Carter coming back. Um, I think he's going to have a big year. Devontae. um, send what, you know, Sam's going to do his second year after that big year he just had. Kind of got, like, Bo, you know, when I was there. You know, Bo was kind of, you know, a big name, but it kind of got lost with, you know, the other receivers. But Bo's a big-time receiver as well. And uh, Downey Brown, kind of some of these what I'm going to do as far as the second year well not second year but third year kind of breaking out with the speed he has and kind of the height and then as far as defense we got those guys we got that one transfer from Virginia Tech we got mm-hmm. Patrice Renee coming back we got that one guy from Clemson so it's like man, the defense is going to come back strong. You got people coming back, and then the offense is already potent. So it's like you got a dominant offense coming back with a strong defense. I mean, they, they stacked up well against Clemson. I watched that game, and I was just like, man, we actually have a chance to beat this team. And it's like we were kind of holding our own defense. My boy Chaz, that's my boy. But um, him just coming back as far as playing that linebacker position, flying all over the field, I was trying to know him, man. Whatever he kind of puts his mind to, and does like he's gonna he's just a hard worker. That's just always how he's been. Like he's he's one of the guys I'm really close with, but he he's a stud man. So just kinda seeing what that team's doing on the defensive side is gonna be kinda exciting. All the people they got coming back and the transfers coming in and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, no, I'm extremely excited for the 2020 season, and uh, I I assume right now we're just hoping that if if we do everything we need to, we'll be able to get back on the field and play it, but yeah, we're expecting uh, just a ton of stuff. I mean, this podcast here, we've already started the Slinging Sammy for Heisman campaign, so uh, we are very, very excited about this year, but uh, so I'll I'll let you get out of here on this. Um, I know, you know, one of the other things that I'm going to be doing with a lot of these guys is kind of showing where everybody is now, because a lot of these guys, you know, you see the guys that make it to the NFL, even maybe the XFL and everything like that. But for the guys that have, have gone, you know, away from the football field, you, you're, you're still doing a little coaching, as you told us. But, you know, what else are you doing to keep your time, you know, keep keep yourself busy um, right now? And, and, and where are you working at and how's life treating you? Yeah,
1: so, I mean, before all this, you know, you know, the virus going around, um, I was, you know, trying to find something to replace football like There's nothing where you're losing four to five pounds after a workout that can kind of compare to football practice and stuff like that. So, um, I kind of picked up on boxing. I have a, um, boxing ring in my neighborhood I go to called Tyler Boxing. So, I go there about two to three times a week to just, you know, stay fit. Um, I actually... I kind of took a break from lifting so I'm not trying to walk around with the whole Hogan. <laughs> but um, I started lifting again about last week um, just to kind of get the tone back. Um, I go play basketball every day at the Dowd Y in Uptown. Um, and I work in Lincoln Financial. It's over in Valentine. Mm-hmm. Um, so I handle disability claims for people. So I've definitely been getting a lot of cases now with the whole virus going around, people going out. Um, but I handle you know, claims for people nationally, so all over the country. Um, and I work in, no, I live in, um, what do you call it, Steel Creek? So it's kind of my Carolines. So I just bought my town home in July of last year. Um, so just got a town home. Just trying to get used to this adult life as far as like paying bills and all of that. But you know, I'm just trying to stay active while I'm, you know, working, you know, nine to five and just trying to. Stay in shape. You know, I do like to play flag football, playing like rec leagues as far as basketball. So I still kind of stay in touch with you know football, but I'm not like, going out there and doing ladder drills and stuff like that. But right. um, just staying active as far as boxing, playing basketball, and you know, coaching kids and watching my little brother. Um, he's seven. He plays um, basketball almost year round and plays soccer. So kind of it's kind of nice to get to watch him play and grow up and stuff like that. Um,
0: playing with other kids and stuff. So it's been just been my new life oh yeah no that's awesome man and uh, great great catching up with you man I know uh, we, we haven't had as much contact lately but uh, always one of those friendly faces that I love to see and uh, so glad that you're staying up with Carolina football and, and even staying working in, in football as well because I know uh, just from being around you and even being around your dad both of you guys really love the game and that's great to see so uh, hey man uh, just to take care during these times I know it's, uh, it's definitely tough but yeah, I think we'll be back here in 2020 on, on on the football field. I'm not too concerned about that and uh, I'm glad uh, to be able to talk to you again. Hopefully we can talk down the line sometime.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me you stay safe as well. All
0: right, man. All right. All right. So that was Antonio James, the former walk on running back, stopping by here with us on the Heel Tough Blog podcast. Great to hear from him again, a guy that uh, I I made a nice close relationship with uh, through a fellow friend as well. And uh, so glad to hear that he's doing all right. And this is just part of a group of interviews that we're going to be doing. We got a lot of other former players that are going to be coming on the podcast here and talking to us here during this little bit of downtime uh, that was supposed to be for spring practice. uh, Unfortunately, uh, the ACC has canceled all spring activities uh, for now Uh, the NCAA actually uh, canceling a lot of things as well College World Series officially canceled so pretty much the NCAA is going to look towards uh, the fall sports as when they are hoping to restart Carolina would have to wait probably until August unless they're going to implement some earlier period where the team is able to work out to start getting prepared for the 2020 season but of course this this is the same situation that everybody is in. We are in an extremely tough time right now. Um, but, you know, here uh, we just encourage you to listen to what everybody's telling you. Uh, do, you know, if, if they ask you to social distance, social distance because that's going to get you closer uh, to getting the games that you love back. Because, yeah, we're all struggling through these times. Believe me, it's extremely hard. Um, but, of course, having some recruiting and some stuff to talk about always helps. So, head to the website healtuffblog.com. That's where you can check out the articles and the podcast if you want to go back and listen to it. Of course, uh, we have an edition of the podcast that's up right now that you can go and check out uh, with me and Zach Hubbard. We are going to, uh, or we are looking back at some of the commitments in the 2021 class that have happened recently. Um, And and Carolina is just on a tear on the recruiting trail. So make sure you guys go back and give that a listen. Uh, That's a great edition of the podcast. Um, And then, of course, on the website, website. We've got uh, all the commitment articles that you need. You can go back, read even the one from Drake May, Kobe Paysour, uh, as well as Eli Sutton, and then we have the ones from this past week. Timir Brown is on there, as well as uh, the most recent commitment in DeAndre Boykin, so make sure you guys go and check all that out. We have all the stuff uh, to recap the 2019-20 season on the basketball court. Uh, it wasn't the greatest year for Carolina basketball, but you can go back, read about, uh, read Josh's full season recap. Um, you can also read my analysis of the season as we get ready to uh, start to turn into a more positive light in Carolina basketball as well. Uh, wrap up this season a little more. We'll do some awards and stuff like that. But also after that is over, then we'll turn our focus to what could be in the future for Carolina basketball and one uh, that we are definitely hoping and thinking will be a lot brighter than what we saw this year. Also, you can go and read the final base Baseball article of the season where we recapped the final week. And uh, unfortunately, uh, when I wrote that article at the time, we didn't know if everything was going to be canceled for the spring sports season, but unfortunately, everything has. So uh, that will be it. Carolina finishes the season 12 and 7. Go back and uh, read that uh, for us and uh, give it a, a, a like as well and share if you like the article. So uh, that does it for this edition of the podcast. Make sure you don't miss any editions of the podcast by going to uh, wherever you listen to the podcast at, rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. We greatly appreciate that, especially during these times when we're going to be having a ton of content for you guys to keep you guys busy. So, once again, I want to thank Antonio James for joining me. I want to thank you guys for listening, and as always, Go Tar Heels!